Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 31st edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of August 2020, our business profile focused on Aerocedar LLC, based in Garnavillo. Aerocedar builds drone seeders to carry out cover crop seeding, maximizing efficiency of the process. The drones can be used anywhere, but in particular in areas where land-based equipment cannot be used or where manned aircraft is not economical. Tom Leitchen is the founder of Aerocedar LLC. And it's really taken us all around the world to get here because of uh, assembling the different technologies and things that we needed to put it together. Farmers need practical solutions and real solutions. As cover crops is a relatively new industry, we were looking at different ways that those can be applied in a more efficient and effective manner. So a drone came out as a good possibility because it is a relatively safe and efficient way to fly aircraft. I was overseas at the time. I was doing Niger seed in Ethiopia and Addis Ababa. My father was here at our family farm. We've always been a very conservation-minded family. So our farm here is, uh, you know, no-till. We have uh, many terraces around, grass strips, uh, waterways, and so on and so forth. Cover crops, when it was coming in, is is like a natural solution to solving problems of soil erosion and compaction and, you know, reducing the loss of your topsoil and things like this. We have been proactive in trying to get cover crops onto our land. Then in about 2015 or so that my father came to me and because he knew that I was into robotics and model airplanes and all of these kinds of things. And he said, look, I think a drone would be a good solution to this problem. You know, man crop festers, they're, they're at their limit. They work really hard. It's a very intense activity. And there's just not enough of them to be able to come in and take over this activity over crop spring without a considerable amount of uh, expense to enlarge the fleet. And so that's where we got the idea of getting into cover crops and getting into all of this and then putting it into an automated solution like a drone. First of all, these are not like your drones. Well, I mean, they're similar in what they look like, but a lot bigger. They're scaled up. With agriculture and things like that, it's about numbers. You have to be able to move the kinds of quantities needed for large-scale industry. So we've had to build drones that are considerably larger. The drone that I have and that I'm using right now carries a 30-pound payload. We can normally drop that payload in, say, about four minutes or so, and then return, do a refill, and get out again. In a relatively good scenario, we can probably do about six flights an hour, meaning that with this configuration that we're able to move around 180 pounds of seed to the land per hour. We are working on larger drones, as this is about numbers. And we, you just have to move it as quickly as possible because the time frame that farmers have to apply cover crops is quite short, too. So you have to make sure that you do it in a timely manner. And we're looking at all kinds of different ways that we can speed up the turnover and things like that. I'm a total aviation enthusiast with my whole life. For me, when I look at a crop dusting aircraft, you know, it looks kind of ugly, but I see it as like a beautiful machine in, in terms of how it's built and the efficiency and the effectiveness of it. But putting down applications onto land is a very systematic and repetitive operation because you're just going back and forth over the field. So it is kind of like a printer, you know, as it goes across the the piece of paper. 
And so having an automated solution for this is just kind of a no-brainer. And then on top of that, the way that you have to put it down, meaning that crop dusters have to fly at very low altitude and high speed and things like this, it means it's a very dangerous profession. So an automated solution for this just is cheaper and safer. And, you know, and it's a question of time before they're going to have drones available that will be able to do the same capabilities as any manned aircraft. As the technology goes forward, you know, the drones become safer. You have more safety systems built into place. Your mission planning becomes easier all the time. We're at kind of at the cusp, you know, as long as you can draw a finger-lined map around your, your, on your tablet, around your field, and push a button, it's ready to go. We're required in good sense by the FAA to have, uh, you know, training on where the uh, airspace is that you can operate and things like this so that you don't endanger other aircraft. Other than that, the aircraft itself is just a, a couple of pushes of the button and off it flies. And so I don't see any reason why farmers couldn't operate it themselves with some training in terms of uh, safety and things like this. For example, a good manned crop duster that's new might come in close to or over a million dollars per aircraft. Now, mind you, it does carry a considerable payload with that. My drone, I'm looking at retailing it at around $10,000. So how many drones could I have out there for the cost of one aircraft? On top of that, all of the insurance and everything needed to ensure the aircraft and the pilot and all of the peripherals, you need your fully trained aircraft crew to handle the aircraft. On top of that, if you're flying an airplane, then you have to fly out of an airport. And so a lot of your time and efficiency is lost in ferrying back and forth between the airport for your refills and to your location of application. So there's a number of reasons why drones just come in a lot more cost-effective than what an aircraft does. I think right there, that, that shows kind of a big difference. You know, I was doing some math this morning that for the same price of a new airplane, I could have 100 of my drones operating, which then turns my 30-pound payload into a 3,000-pound payload for the same thing. In general, everyone that I work with is very enthusiastic they can see the benefits. I mean, first of all, farmers are using cover crops a lot more as a conservation method on their own land. This is a growing industry of plant seeding cover crops. Farmers love their gadgets, their toys. They've got to have the biggest tractor, the, you know, the, the widest seeder and everything else. And a drone just plays right into that. It's high tech. It does the job that it's supposed to do. And farmers I think they want to see it working on their land. You know, whether they own it themselves or not, that might be a different question, but they definitely like to see it operating on their land. At this time, there isn't a lot of competition in the market. There's only a few companies in the world that are even doing any kind of crop dusting activities with drones. Most of it is based in spraying activities. We've deviated away from that and concentrated more on seeding activities because we're going specifically after the cover crop market and because there's a little bit more open space. Farming and agriculture is Iowa's blood. There is no reason that we should be importing these machines from overseas to do our work here. We are high-tech people. Farming is a high-tech industry. We should be building these machines here in Iowa. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't see why we would have to be importing these. They're not any smarter. They don't have better technology than us. And so we have to build it here and use it here ourselves. Right now, we're just trying to get the first few drones out the door, see if we can get a few sales to private users and things like that. 
But we would hope that, because based on the interest that we've seen so far, that we could be moving maybe 10, 20, 30 aircraft in early 2021. In the end, I see the drone as one tool that we're going to be using, and we're going to be working on a lot of different things that are going to try to make the whole process a lot more efficient so that it'll be easier for the user to operate either by how the filling is done and how the ground turnover is done so that you can be faster up in the air and things like this. That's quite important for us. So we would see a future of these things flying all over the place and everybody having their land covered by drones. I can see that, you know, maybe in five years, I could see drones flying everywhere. Tom Leichen, founder of AeroCedar LLC, online at aeroceder.com. In July 2020, the Iowa Economic Development Authority awarded AeroCedar a $25,000 innovation funding startup loan for product refinement. Thanks to Tim Harwood of Iowa Business Report affiliate KXEL for sharing his conversation with Tom Leichen with us. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa with the podcast posted right here every week along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.